Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello, bitches, and welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a long, long time. Um, I actually looked back to see when I last posted an episode and it was October last year. So it's literally been a year and I don't know where the time went. Honestly, I guess I've just been so busy and that's my excuse. (laughs) Um, To be quite honest, there was a point there where I was working three jobs. So that's why I was so busy. Like on top of my normal nine to five, I was working like a Saturday day job and then a Saturday night job. And that's just like not practical long-term, you know what I mean? So I did that for like six months and I guess since then I've just been really in a routine. Um, By the way, I have a can of Coke, which I'm going to open and I need a spoon because obviously my acrylics, but um, yeah, love a DC, love it. So today I have probably one of the best stories that I can share. Like it's definitely high up there. It's one for the books. It's a cracker cracker of a story. Um, it's completely wild. It's a roller coaster. We're going to have some ups. We're going to have some downs, but it's a good one and I love telling it. I literally told every single person who I encounter, like if you interact with me on a daily basis, you know this story. <laughs> so before I start this story, I do need to describe the person that it centers on. So we're going to call her Georgia. So I met Georgia at one of my weekend jobs, probably at the beginning of this year. And she's just one of those people that always has a story, but all of her stories are so fucking chaotic and you can just tell she's a bit of a toxic person, but I love it. Like I do not judge at all because I think everyone's toxic. Like I'm toxic. You just got to own it. You know, I'm just going to tell you some stories that she's told me. And then I guess you can kind of understand what I mean. So I'll just tell you my first ever encounter because I think that kind of says it all. So she comes in and she's like, hi, I'm Georgia, whatever. And we're talking about this place that we'd both been to. And she's like, have you been to this place? And I was like, yeah, I've been there. And she's like, do you know the owner? And I was like, yeah, I know the owner. And she's like, have you had sex with him too? And I was like, no, I haven't had sex with him. I was like so confused and it was so confronting that that's like the question that you ask about a mutual. Like imagine you're like meeting someone for the first time and you're talking about mutual friends you have in common and then you get asked if you've had sex with that person. Like it's so weird. And like in that moment, I was thinking, who is the hoe? Like, is it him or is it her? Like, it's so weird. And then she goes on to say, oh my God, he's so rude. Isn't he, Katie? He's like so rude and disgusting. And I was like, how is he rude? And she's like, well, one time I went out with him at a club. He invited me out. Like I was on his table and then he threw a drink all over my head. And so I was like running away from him and I was climbing on the VIP booths. And then he was like pulling my hair and then I got thrown out of the club. And so I punched him with a bouncer. (laughs) and I was like whoa I was like oh my god that's so funny (laughs) and then she's like but it's so crazy Katie because he literally messaged me last week and he was like do you want to come over and like it was really late so I was like no why and he's like I'll give you money and she's like "Mm, how much and he's like oh this much and I was like did you go and she's like no but if he offered me more money I probably would have gone so this was my very first conversation with Georgia and you can already tell like it's chaotic there's so much drama but it's funny like I actually find her the funniest bitch so I'm gonna tell you a couple other stories where it's just unbelievable so she told me that she was seeing a murderer 
yeah, so <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because it's kind of fucked up. And look, I just want to preface this by saying that this story could be complete bullshit. Like, I don't know, you can't really trust what everyone says. So if it's a lie, then it's fine. You know what I mean? It's just a little tale I'm telling. But if it's facts, well, it's been resolved in court. So still, no skin off my nose. <laughs> so basically, she told me that she was seeing this guy and he was involved in a situation where they kidnapped this other guy, obviously over drugs because it's always about drugs, right? So they kidnapped this guy and he was cable tied. And apparently he was in the room with this guy and he was complaining that the cable ties were hurting his wrists and asked to like loosen them. So the guy that she was seeing loosened the cable ties and then the guy who was cable tied started to attack him. And so he attacked back, but using a machete and killed him. And then he proceeded to take the body into the bathtub, cut up the body wearing a hazmat suit and then dispose of the remains. And so when he was charged, he couldn't remember where he disposed of the body and the family wanted closure. So they flew out a hypnotherapist to help him remember and he did. And so he got a reduced sentence. But I think the real kicker of the story is when she's like, but Katie, like, and she says this with so much confidence and she's so proud. She's like, but Katie, I was the first girl that he slept with after he got out of prison. And I was like, Georgia. And then she goes, but you know what's so crazy, Katie, is like, I say this to my friends all the time, but I sleep like a baby next to him. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I could never, never sleep with a murderer. Are you kidding me? Like that is one of my top 10 fears. Like I remember when I was younger, I watched a crime investigation Australia episode with my mom and I don't know what the case is called or who it was, but there was this husband that shot his wife with this arrow in the face while she was sleeping. I know, so fucked up. While she was asleep and then he went over to the crib and shot the baby as well. I mean, you can probably look it up. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's an Australian case, but... Yeah, I mean, so my fear in life is that I'm going to end up with a psycho and I'm scared. Like, what about if they kill me during my sleep? That is why I'm a light sleeper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what's going on with that situation. I don't know if she's still in communication with him or what's going on, but yeah, um, another story. <laughs> we'll just keep it going. It's also in theme. So she told me, she comes into work. This is actually kind of recently. She's like... Katie, oh my God, I've been stood up, babe. I've been stood up. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, this guy's just not answering me back. She's like, okay, so like I met him last week and we had sex that day. And then again on Wednesday, we had sex as well. And I'm like, fuck. And she's like, yeah, but like on the Wednesday, he told me he couldn't sleep over. And so he would sleep her on Saturday. So like that's plans, right? And I was like, I guess it's plans. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, oh my God, babe, like I've never been stood up. Like this is so rude. Like he's just not answering any of my text messages. Like what's going to happen tonight? Like, is he just not going to come around? I was like, oh, I, I really don't know. She's like, but babe, this has never happened to me before. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know, like maybe just leave it. I mean, if a guy's not answering me back, I'll probably just fuck him off. So the following week, she comes into work and I was like, oh my God, what happened with that guy? She was like, oh yeah. Um, I was like, did you ignore him? Like I told you to. She's like, no, no, I messaged him. I'm like, fucking where's your standards, bitch? So she's like, I messaged him on the Sunday and I was like, what happened to you last night? And he's like, oh my God, I was in the cop shop all night. 
<laughs> like the police station. And I was like, why was he at the police station? And she's like, yeah, I asked him. And he was like, family drama. And I was like, what do you mean? Like what family drama? And she's like, yeah. So the reason why he couldn't meet up with me is because his uncle stabbed his dad. Like, this is what I mean when I say that George's stories, <laughs> they're just so unbelievable and so extreme and they're so fucking funny. So like, she's telling me this and I'm like, it's, it's shocking, but like, because it's her, it's not shocking. You know what I mean? So I obviously like told one of the girls that I work with and she's like, yeah, Katie, Georgia always has crazy stories. This is also coming from the girl who got kicked off a ride at Dreamworld. And I just, I literally dropped on the floor and I was laughing my heart out. Like I literally died. She got kicked off a ride at Dreamworld. I literally can't. I find that so fucking hilarious. Apparently she wanted to Snapchat. They were telling her to put her phone away on the ride. She's like, no, I need a Snapchat. So one more story that I will share about Georgia, just, I think I've already like set the scene up already. Like you can already imagine her and that's what I want. So I'll do one more story. Um, okay. So she came in one day and she's like, babe, I don't have time to talk today. Like I've got to be out of here. I'm going on the seven star. Have you been on the seven star? And I was like, yeah, Georgia, I've been on the seven star. She's like, it's going to be so much fun. So the follow-up to that story, <laughs> she goes, she messages me. She's like, babe, I was in hospital for three days. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what happened? She's like, babe, my heart stopped. I was clinically dead. I was fully pronounced dead. Like I legit died. I was like, hey, were you really in hospital for three days? Like that's really concerning. She's like, yeah, I was. Like trust Georgia to go on the seven star and then end up in hospital for three days. <laughs> like this is my point. Like she tells you a story and then the follow-up to that story is, the most extreme case scenario like for example when she got stood up from that guy like when you hear that a friend gets stood up you you know you hear maybe he forgot or he had work or whatever normal excuse but with Georgia it ends with a stabbing so now we're going to get into the main story so get ready for this one <laughs> so one day she comes into work and she's like oh my god babe Marlo's been cancelled again and I was like yeah I heard and she's like are you going to ultra next month and I was like is that the Melbourne one? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, going to a festival out of state. I've never done that before. She's like, oh my God, babe, you should come. And I'm like, no, no, like who would I go with? You know, like my friends just aren't into that shit. <laughs> and she was like, babe, you can like come with me. And I was like, uh, I don't think so, Georgia. And she's like, yeah, like you totally should. I was like, no. <laughs> so then like a month goes by and it was like a week before the festival. And she messages me. She's like, babe, are you coming to Ultra? I'm like, no, Georgia, I'm not. She's like, no, babe, you should come. I'm like, look, Georgia, I don't have a flight booked. I don't have accommodation. I don't even have a ticket. She's like, babe, I have two tickets. I bought general admission first and then I decided I wanted VIP. So I actually have two tickets. You can have my GA. And I was like, mm, okay. And she's like, and I already booked accommodation. You just need to transfer me. I was like, well, where are you staying? She's like, the crown. I'm like, okay, well, that seems like a safe hotel. And then I just kind of thought, fuck it, I should just go. Like, I don't know. I just felt like in that moment, all I really needed to do was say yes, because it seems like she had organized everything. There was a ticket. The only thing I really needed to do was book my flight. So I decided to go. So I told work, I'm like, guys, look, I'm going to take Friday afternoon off because I'm going to Melbourne for the weekend. And 
yeah, it was pretty much done. Like everything was very last minute, but I was like, this will be a fun experience. Like this will be funny, like a good story to tell, you know, like an impromptu little trip. So I'm going to tell you this whole story in detail because that's just how I talk. So I'm going to take you to the Friday, the day I was leaving. So I wake up in the morning and I just had this thought and I was like, oh my God, when you travel international, you need your passport. So for domestic, I need my driver's license. So I literally like when I get home from the gym, I'm turning my apartment up upside down going back to my car looking in my car and I was like where the fuck is my driver's license I've lost it so I went into work with so much anxiety I couldn't even focus I was like guys I have a flight tonight and like I need my driver's license and all the girls at work were like Katie you don't need it like domestic they never check like you just don't need it you have it on your phone anyway and I was like guys I know like my stubborn ass was like, no guys, you are all wrong. I'm right. I need my driver's license. So I ended up just like leaving work earlier than what I should have. And I came back home, found my license and look, long story short, they were right. I was wrong. You actually don't need a driver's license, but at least I had it, you know, so I didn't, I had peace of mind. So I get to the airport and immediately I have no idea what to do. Like I haven't traveled in years. Like obviously we've all been in lockdown and the last flights I've had have been international. So I don't really know what to do. And I'm by myself, right? So I go up to this little robot thing and I'm typing in my name and it's giving me flight options. And I was like, which flight is mine? Like, why isn't it just showing me one flight? Why is it showing me three? So I turned to this couple next to me and they're like elderly, like they're like a boomer couple. And I was like, hi, excuse me. Like, can you help me? And so they fix it all for me. And I was like, because the thing was, there's no one at Virgin walking around to assist you. It's exactly like David Jones. You know, when you walk into David Jones and there's just no shop assistance and then you go to the counter and even the counter is unattended. It's just like that. Like no one's walking around to help. So you have to ask people. And so when the uh, luggage uh, tags got printed, I was like, there's no way I'm doing that either. Like, <laughs> So I went over to the bag drop off and I asked the chick there and I was like, can you tag my bags? Anyway, so everything was sorted, but yeah, that was my experience with my flight. Then I get on my flight and I see someone who I haven't seen in over 10 years. And we actually used to box together at um, Five Dock Leisure Center. Hello, represent. So I like waved and he didn't see me. And I was like, fuck, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> but when I got off the plane and I went to go pick up my bags from like check-in, I bumped into him and I was like, oh my God, hey. And he's like, hi. And I was like, oh my God, how have you been? Are you married yet? And I honestly was just like, being a joking asshole like I was being a bit of a smart ass but his response was like shocking so when I was like are you married yet he was like well I was supposed to be and I was like oh my god were you engaged and he's like yeah up until last week my fiance just broke up with me I was like, oh my God. I'm like, look, I'm so sorry. Like, that's just like such sad news. Like, I'm sorry for you. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's okay. I'm just like going to go on a boyish trip. And I was like, okay, cool. Have fun. So yeah, that was a bit awkward. Um, I just think like out of anyone I could have asked, because he was always somebody who had a girlfriend, like just always a commitment type of person. So I just assumed he was married. I didn't really expect him to tell me that his fiance dumped him the week before. Um, I don't know if he's married now. I mean, I'm sure I can look that up. 
but yeah, that was my airport experience. Um, so then, oh, obviously my um, flight was delayed as well because it was like a Friday night. So I actually got to Melbourne like around 10 and I did have dinner plans with Georgia. So when I finally got to the hotel, I was like, oh my God, fuck, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's okay. Like, let's just like look for food around here. And so we got dressed, we got ready. Um, and then we walked around the crown. Now I have no idea why Melbourne is so fucking shit, but there was nothing open for food like literally nothing because the casino in Piemont there's like 24 hour food like hot food you know what I mean you can just get chips like I hadn't eaten but I would have just gone for like a snack but the only thing that was opened in the crown was this cafe and they sold cold sandwiches and I was like Georgia like I am not that desperate for food like I don't want a sandwich it's like 11 o'clock like yuck and she's like yeah I'm gonna get food and I was like okay so Georgia decided to get the egg salad sandwich and honestly I was disgusted because egg is just one of those things like you're about to go out like do you really want to like smell like egg and like have egg in your stomach when you're about to like consume alcohol it's just gross like I'm kind of funny when it comes to egg like I need to have it in a certain way like I don't mind poached eggs and like you know a bacon egg roll is good or like a little bit of egg in a stir fry but I just can't have like egg on a sandwich especially when it's cold like Ugh, gross. So we're basically sitting in the middle of the casino and I'm watching her eating this egg salad sandwich and it was just a sight, man. Like she was ripping off the crust and then she's like shoveling it into her mouth and then she's like holding the crust in her hands and like, you know, like I guess snacking on them while we're walking. I was like, oh my God, gross. (laughs) I don't mean to be mean about someone's eating habits, but like that is a bit gross. Like you're going out and you're going to eat egg right before you go out, like a a little bit grossy Josie if you ask me but anyway then we went out drinking we had a good time and then she was like babe I'm still hungry I we need to eat again and I was like okay and so we go to Macca's and she's like can I get a large fillet of fish meal and an apple pie and I literally died it was just funny because she was getting like a whole meal situation and just the way it was ordered it just kind of reminded me of like crocodile dundee number three i don't know if you've seen it but like there's this scene when they pull up to the drive-thru oh my god and he's like they're like ordering from wendy's for the first time or whatever and then he's like hey there's john and larry so they'll be dining with us this evening so let's make it six triple burgers with cheese and six biggie fries so it's just like ordering so much food like I think it was just the apple pie that made me laugh but anyway so we ate well I didn't but she ate (laughs) and then we went back up to our hotel and so then we started to get ready for bed and this is where I could just tell I wish I knew her a little bit more before I decided to travel because people have certain I guess little quirks Um, so one thing that she requested, um, was that the room needed to be like 17 degrees. And she was like, babe, I need the aircon on because I sweat during my sleep. (laughs) And I was like, ew. And also I'm completely opposite. Like I need heat. Like I, like the less clothes, the better, you know what I mean? So in winter I'll have the aircon on at like 30 degrees, but I'll be wearing like, you know, less clothes. But 
with someone like her, she needs the aircon on really low. And oh my God, I was just like, I hate aircon. Like I hate when it's so cold, especially in Melbourne. Like it's already cold outside. Don't you want inside to be warm? So basically I had to sleep in the most coldest fucking room. And on top of that, as we were falling asleep, the most bizarre thing happened. She starts screaming in her sleep. Like I'm starting to like doze off, right? And I'm starting to fall asleep. And she's like, Katie, Katie, there's two lizards in our room. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck, Georgia? I'm like, go back to sleep. You're just having a nightmare. She's like, Katie, Katie. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? She just scared the shit out of me. And then she gets up and she turns on all the lights. She did this another like four times of like going up to use the bathroom and turning on all the lights. Like that is just not courteous. Like whenever I'm sleeping like at someone's house or I'm in a hotel and I need to use the bathroom, like I get up in the dark and I just find my way. Like I just think to turn on the lights like five times, it was just like every time all the lights on and it just kept waking me up. And as I said before, I'm a very light sleeper. So it was just really annoying. I didn't have a good sleep at all. So I wake up and it's the next morning. So it's like festival day. And so I'm like to Georgia, okay, cool. So we'll go to the bolo and we'll come back and we'll get ready. And she's like, no, babe, I'm going to the gym. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why? She's like, Katie, all the guys will be there. Like anyone who's going to the festival will be at the gym today. It's like a thing. And I was like, yeah, maybe for guys to work out before a festival, maybe. She's like, yeah, and I'm going to meet guys there. I'm like, okay, Georgia, well, I'll just go by myself. And she's like, but Katie, I don't drink alcohol. And she's looking at me dead face. And I'm thinking, what the fuck we drank last night? What do you mean you don't like alcohol? What the fuck? I felt like I was in a twilight zone. It was so weird. And I was like, are you sure? Like, you don't want anything? Not like a pre-drink? Like, what? It's just not normal, like, girl behavior. Like, she literally drank the night before. I was so confused. And then before she left the um, hotel, she, like, takes four gastro tablets. I'm like, why are you taking gastro tablets? She's like, babe, I don't want to shit my pants at the gym. (laughs) So Georgia goes off to the gym, and then I go to the bolo, and then I meet up with her afterwards. And I was like, how was your session, Georgia? And she's like, oh, my God, Katie, it was so crazy. This guy was, like, following me around the gym and, like, taking photos of me. Like, it was so weird he was like stalking me and I was like oh my god Georgia that's so crazy (laughs) like what the fuck do you say to something like that so we get back to the hotel and then we're getting ready now mind you the room was still so fucking cold so when she went and had a shower I like turned it up but then I heard her like turn off the shower and I was like fuck I gotta go like turn it down so I like ran and like turning down the remote but do you know how uncomfortable it is to be like getting ready and putting on your makeup and straightening your hair and you're cold like it is just so unpleasant but basically we we finished getting ready and then we left and we went to the festival now when we got there there was drama straight away because as I mentioned before she had a VIP ticket and I had her general admission so when we got in she wasn't given her wristband for the VIP and she's like babe, what the fuck is wrong with this place? They didn't give me my band when I came in. Like, what type of shit show are they running? And I was like, it's okay, Georgia. We'll go get your wristband. Like, don't worry about it. It's just a mistake. And so I was like, I'll handle it, Georgia. Don't worry. (laughs) So we walk back over and I'm like, excuse me. Like, she just didn't get her band when she came in and I showed them her ticket and Georgia was still mouthing off. And I was like, just fucking relax, bro. Like, it's fine. So she gets her band and now she's all happy. Now I teed this up in advance because there was no way I was going to go to Melbourne without having 
people I knew there, right? So in case I got separated from Georgia, like I don't want to be by myself. So I did have a few friends from Sydney who were going to be there. And so when we got back to, I guess, the main area, that's when I bumped into my friend um, who's a DJ. So of course, I just sound so fucking basic saying that, but it's true. So I had a DJ friend um, who was there and then he had, he was like traveling with his girl. And so we met up with them. So for the purpose of this story, I'm going to call my DJ friend, DJ friend and the girl that he was with, I'm going to call her Ashley. Okay. So as soon as we met up with them, Georgia just fucks off like I fucking knew it. So she just runs off to the VIP area and ditches me. And I was like, I knew this was going to happen. So luckily I had my friends there with me. And, but the thing was DJ friend then left us. Um, so I was just like talking to Ashley and I got along with her straight away. Like she was a very outgoing, lovely person. And we went and got like drinks and we're having fun, whatever. And then we saw our DJ friend up in this other VIP area. So basically it was like a VIP section and then there was like VIP VIP with like all the crew and like the DJs and like sponsors and all this shit so I saw him up there and I was like making eyes with him I was like you kidding get us fucking up there and so we got up there now when I was there I was then elevated and that's when I could see Georgia and Georgia was looking at me and I was looking at her and I was like oh shit and I like was waving hi Georgia like hi and then she's like looking at me but then turns her back so she does one of these ones like she looks at you gives you a dirty look and then turns her back slowly. And I was like, oh my God, she's fucking pissed off. So like, I'm trying to call her, not answering. I text her. I'm like, babe, like, do you want to come over here? And she's like, Katie, you ditched me. What the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? Actually, you ditched me. But I was like, it's okay. Like, I can't come over to your section. I don't have one of those bands. You come over here. I can get you up. So she comes towards the section and I like tell my DJ friend, I'm like, can you please let this girl up? He's like, Katie, it's not my decision. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, who did you speak to? Like, I will sort this out. So then I had to talk to somebody and then I had to talk to somebody else. Finally, I talked to this person and I was like, hey, look, this is who I'm staying with tonight. Like, can you please let her up? Otherwise, I'm going to have to deal with some drama. And he's like, no worries. So she got let up and everything was pretty much sorted. And we all had a good time. Like, it was actually so much fun and such a cool way of like going to a festival to be in kind of a secluded spot. And obviously, we got like really looked after. So if my DJ friend is listening, thank you so much. I had such a great time. Um, yeah, but then it obviously goes south. <laughs> so one thing that I will say, because it's kind of the catalyst to why all the, the shit show happened is, uh, okay, I just have to say it. So my DJ friend tried to get with me, okay? And he had been traveling with Ashley. So to me, I was like instantly, like even though I was really drunk, I'm still not a dumb bitch. Like I feel like when you're drunk, you can still have your like wits about you. Um, so obviously I pulled back and I was like, no, ew. <laughs> and then when, it, when I went to the bathroom with the girls, I obviously told them. So um, that pretty much happened earlier on. And so when we were leaving, we lost DJ friends. So it was me, Ashley and Georgia. And Ashley's phone had died and she needed to get in touch with DJ friends. So I gave her my phone. And so us three were just kind of like standing around. And Georgia, for some reason, just turns to Ashley and she's like, Ashley, you're a dumb bitch. And then Ashley is like, what the fuck? Why are you fucking calling me a dumb bitch? And then Georgia's like, well, you are a dumb bitch. The fact that that guy that you're waiting for, like the one you need to call and all this shit, were waiting on him and he tried to get with Katie. Like, that's the guy that you're like chasing. Like, you're such a dumb bitch. And then 
Ashley is starting to get irritated back. And I'm like in the middle being like, guys, please don't fight. Please don't fight. And then Georgia's like, I'm going to fucking bash you, you dumb fucking bitch. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck's happening? Georgia then just storms off. And I was like to Ashley, I don't know what just happened there, but like that was really fucked. And like, I'm not going to go run after somebody who's acting like that. And yeah, I didn't really know what to do in that moment. It was really fucked up. Like obviously Ashley was like by herself. She had my phone. I need to like stay with her. But then at the same time, I'm staying with Georgia. So I didn't really know what to do. So I took back my phone and I'm like trying to call Georgia. She's not answering. I'm like trying to fight FaceTime. She's not answering. I'm texting her. And she's like, if you bring that dumb bitch over here, I'm going to fucking bash her. And I was like, Georgia, just relax. Like what's wrong? And she's like, um, if you're going to stay with that dumb bitch, your new best friend, then, um, <laughs> That's what she said. She's like, your new best friend, then you're a dumb bitch too. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Now she's calling me a dumb bitch. Like, what the fuck did I do? So anyway, I'm like, look, so I tried to like salvage the situation by being like, look, Georgia, how about I just meet you back at the hotel and we can go out together? Like, don't worry, we can still have a good night. And she's like, no, no, you come back to the hotel and you get your shit and you fuck off. I was like, come on, Georgia. She's like, Katie, I want you gone. And so basically when we find DJ friend, I tell him everything that's happened. I show them the messages and they're like, this bitch is crazy, Katie. Like the fact that she's like kicking you out and was calling like Ashley a dumb bitch for no reason. I was like, I know, I know. So then I'm like, well, what do I do? Like I need to go get my stuff. Now, I know that we kind of had a head start on Georgia because all throughout Melbourne, I was booking the Ubers because she's been blocked from Uber for sexual assault. I know. So she has to use DD and DD takes ages to connect to a driver. So I told them that I was like, guys, we can beat her on foot. So we're literally running through the streets of Melbourne. It's starting to rain. We're drunk out of our fucking minds. It was the most ugliest scat thing that I've ever done. <laughs> like it was so gross. So we finally get to the hotel and I have the car and we tell Ashley to wait downstairs in case George is upstairs because we don't want there to be any fights so me and DJ friend go upstairs and I'm packing everything in a frenzy and like thank god I don't unpack when I travel like everything's always kind of neat in my suitcase but I need to collect my makeup bag my charger like my straightener like all this shit and I'm just like packing everything and then I stop and I'm like oh my god I really need to pee which was such a dumb thing. Like I could have just waited. So obviously, you know what's going to happen. I go into the bathroom and that's when Georgia comes into the room. She's losing her fucking shit. She's like, what the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of my hotel room, Katie. Like who the fuck do you think you get? You are like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. It's cool. Like, Hey Georgia, it's nice to see you again. Like I'm just acting dumb. And then my DJ friends like, look, you like wanted Katie to get her stuff. And that's all we're doing. Like, well, we're going to be gone. She's like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here like fuck off so then me and dj friend we get downstairs and i'm like fuck man that was intense like i wish i didn't go to the bathroom <laughs> and so then we like walk out and i'm like where's my phone and i'm like checking my pockets and i check my bag and then i like i'm like hold on did i put in my suitcase so i open up my suitcase i'm literally in the middle of the street it was so gross <laughs> and so anyway i'm like where's my phone and so ashley's like i'll call it i'll call it and so we're calling it from like dj friend's phone because her phone's dead you know the whole thing and so it's just not answering and i'm like it's fine it's on do not disturb like just ring through a couple times or ring through she's like katie you're not understanding i think your phone's been turned off I was like, fuck. I'm like, you know what? I probably left in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> so my DJ friend's like, Katie, don't worry. I'll handle it. So I give him the pass like to get back. And he comes back down after like five minutes. And he's like, guys, you don't know what the fuck just happened to me. 
here's your phone, Katie. And I like look at my phone. First of all, it's been turned off. I turn it back on and it's got like most battery, probably like 80%, but my entire screen is smashed. She fucking trashed my phone. I have no idea what the fuck she did to it, but I was so mad. And I was like trying to listen to his story and like I look up to him and the whole side of his face is red and he's like showing us his arm and it's like bleeding. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And he's like, she just fucking attacked me. I went upstairs to get your phone, Katie. And it was on the floor and she just like started to attack me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So like this girl that I traveled with hit my friend and smash my phone. Like I was literally traumatized. So we got back to their hotel and I was like trying to understand what the fuck just happened because it came out of nothing. It was so unnecessary and it was such a shit way to like end a good time. Like I knew that she, you know, had a bit of crazy in her, but like I didn't think she'd hurt me and my friends. So like I obviously was quite upset. Um, I wanted to charge my phone and it wasn't working. It said there was like water in it. And so like fucking Ashley was getting out a hairdryer. It was so tragic. But anyway, once we collected ourselves, DJ friend was like, fuck it, we're going out. So we ended up salvaging the night um, to some extent. Like it was still, you know, a bit upsetting, obviously what happened. Um, but we went to this club called Billboards and we saw Steve Aoki play and it was really cool. And I actually met Steve Aoki. Yeah. Another story. So after he set, he came back to this kind of section that I was in and he opened up like a gum packet and put the piece of gum in his mouth and then chewed it once and then just spat it on the bar. And I looked at him and I was like, that's disgusting. And he's like, I'm so sorry, miss. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. Cause like, I feel like most people would have asked for a photo, but like, it's me. So I'm obviously going to pull up someone on their matters. So yeah, we continued our night, but obviously, you know, I was upset that I had been in that situation and also got my friends in that situation. And the fact that like Georgia was upset as well, like it was just, you know, just shit for everyone. Um, so anyway, yeah, I ended up leaving them when they were going to the next club. Cause I just had enough and I had to go back to where they were staying and book my own room. And it was just so embarrassing. Cause it was like 4am and I had my festival clothes on and like glitter on and these hotel managers were like looking at me and they're like were you at the festival today I was like yeah I was like it was just so shameful so I um booked a room obviously that sent me back more money than what I wanted to spend um because I obviously had spent money to be in another hotel which I didn't get to use Um, and so, yeah, I literally spent two hours in that room and was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to change my flight. So I called up Virgin, had to spend extra for changing my flight as well. Um, and then I only had like an hour and a half to get to the airport. So I had the quickest shower of my life. I quickly got dressed. I ran down the stairs. I threw the key in the lobby and I was like waiting for my Uber outside. And it was stressful because I needed to be there ASAP. And I like never tell Uber drivers to hurry up, but I was like messaging him. I'm like, look, I really need to leave. Um, and yeah, like the Uber was so expensive well as well. So that was like another 90. So it was like around two to 300 for the room. And then to change my flight was like another 200. And then the Uber from the hotel was $90. So it was just all this money just like stacking up, but it was worth it when you just want to go home, you know? So anyway, I ended up getting back to Sydney and I guess I was just panicked and I booked an Uber Excel. So on top of all this shit, I fucking book a van. This white van rocks up and this guy comes out. He's like, I thought you're a group. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just booked the wrong thing. So like, you know, a $12 Uber turned into a $40 Uber. So that was fun. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, I got home and I was like, thank fuck that's over. So obviously when I got home, I like, you know, sent my messages out to everyone, just like apologizing for like the drama and like hoping everyone had a good time anyway. But then I fucking blocked Georgia, obviously. But because she comes into my work, I've obviously had to interact with her. And at first it was a little bit strange. Like she was acting as if we didn't know each other (laughs) and she was giving me like her first and last name as if I didn't know it. And yeah, it was a little bit strange, but over time we've like interacted and we're on good terms now. Like, you know, she's always got a funny story, but I just know where the boundary is with her. But, um, the other day, actually probably wasn't the other day. This was probably like a month or so ago. She's like, oh my God, babe, like I'm going to Sunset Brothers tonight. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I didn't even know they were playing. This was the one at Horton Pavilion, by the way. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even know. I'm kind of out of the loop. And she's like, oh my God, babe, you should have told me I would have got your ticket. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't need any more tickets. But now she's asking me if I want to go to Festival X with her. And she's like, Katie, like you have so much time to think about it. I'm like, Georgia, I'm not fucking going to Festival X with you. She's like, but Katie, it's not even going to be like Melbourne. Like we're still going to be in Sydney. Like you can go home after. We can actually have pre's at mine. I'm thinking, oh my God. And you know what she also said to me as well? She goes, oh, if you don't mind me asking, like what happened to you? Like after what happened in Melbourne? I said, Georgia, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, Katie, but why? Like, you know, you're over it, aren't you? I said, yeah, I'm over it. But like, I just don't want to talk about it. She's like, no, Katie, like tell me what happens. I'm like, well, obviously I had to get my own hotel room and it was a like, pretty shit, Georgia. She's like, oh, Katie, like if you called me and like apologize, like I would have let you come back. Like I don't hold grudges like that. And I was like, with what phone, bitch? Like you fucking smashed it. And actually she's got a new iPhone at the moment. And she was like, look at my new iPhone. I was like, "Mm, do you really want me to hold your phone, Georgia? (laughs) And I like pretended to throw it on the ground. Like we can joke about it now. You know what I mean? Like, even though it was traumatic as fuck, I feel like it's just a story that we can all laugh about. Um, But yeah, that is my story. I know, really wild. Um... Look, at least I've got a story to tell out of that experience. And it's a really good one. But yeah, that's my story. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a good laugh. Um, I do have another story that I'll probably save for another podcast. It's not this extreme, but basically like I fainted at Newtown and I ended up at this like man's house who was like 70 years old. Probably not 70, he was more like 50 something. And um, yeah, I was eating like leftover KFC. (laughs) I don't know how I got myself in that situation, but um, that's a story for another time. So until then, I will see ya when I'm looking at ya. Bye.